Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Good afternoon. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket, brought to you by Wingstop. I am Jake Bakovin. He is Rico. Let's let's talk some Husker football, why don't we? There's a What's Husker, up, though? It's a game week. It's game week. It is game week. It's Guys exciting. have landed in Ireland. Uh, and their hotel looks amazing. Does it? Uh, it looks fantastic. It looks um, like there's like marble floors and gold and a fantastic like <laughs> grass area. The bushes are all... Van, I don't know, man. It looks amazing. Where they better at. give them the I best hotel around there. Look, man, I don't know how much y'all spent on the hotel, but dang. <laughs> <laughs> but know. speaking of oh, speaking of the game this week, we do have a tailgate party going on right, right here at 93.7 Ticket in our parking lot this Saturday, the 27th, 9 a.m. in our parking lot, 330 North 48th Street, just down the hill. We'll have food provided, no charge, so you ain't got to pay. You just got to show up, make yourself known. Uh, you'll be able to tailgate free food. Uh, provided by Ambition Electric and Steve's Garage Doors. We're going to have biscuits and gravy for breakfast and fried catfish catfish and pulled pork for lunch. So during the game, you get some catfish and some pulled pork, biscuits and gravy early in the morning, water provided by Culligan. Feel free to bring any additional food or drinks that you would like. Uh, responsible beverage consumption is allowed for those that are 21 and over. Is Again, it? responsible. And the game will be shown on an outdoor TV. How about for those of us that are going to be doing post game work? Can we also responsibly oh yeah you drink? yeah you can well I I don't you have to talk to the boss about that that's <laughs> oh, not okay. that is not my that is not my decision but uh, yeah you you will be participating in the tailgate and the eating of the food though so oh, yeah absolutely. just make sure you save me some because I'm gonna be in Grand Island but, that's right uh, you will be yeah but uh, save me some so again. If you guys want somewhere to tailgate for the game, because if you're not in Ireland, if you want somewhere to tailgate for the game, come right over here, 330 North 48th Street. Come on down the hill and join us at 9 a.m. for our little tailgate. It'll yeah. be a blast. I can't wait for it. I mean, obviously, none of us can wait for this. Uh, can't wait for this game. It's uh, it's approaching. I, I know somebody on the text line the last hour said this is the longest week of the year when you're waiting for the Husker game. Oh, it always happens. Like I that. feel like the off season went by in a hurry. I know we were saying this earlier, but just with all the college football news and notes and uh, you know, <laughs> it was a very fast off season. Yeah. Normally, normally in uh, June and July, there isn't much to talk about sports wise, but. We were uh, kind of spoiled this season yeah. with everything that was going on, you know, college football, NIL and, and conference realignment and just a whole bunch of other drama coaching going on. Coaching changes, Nebraska, more yeah. more drama, just in, just in the sports world in general, not just in, in college football. But, yeah, for Nebraska, transfers, new coaches, drama that shouldn't be drama, like all kinds of things were going on. And it, it was a pretty quick offseason. Yeah, it was, and, and, and so finally the, the season is arriving. Um, but I did see a report out this morning from on three that was saying uh, of uh, of Notre Dame if that basically with the TV deal, the new mega TV deal that Nebraska, or excuse me, the Big Ten has, 
Um, there's kind of a contingency in there if Notre Dame signs. So, I mean, it's the, it, it's not a secret. It's not like – I would say it's a worst-kept secret, but it's not a secret at all. It's just an open invitation mm-hmm. to Notre like, Dame hey, from you know, the Big Ten. Just in case. And Oregon, the other reports, they've been, they, they've been kind of they uh, have They have open talks. Starting to flirt. They have the open talks with the Big Ten to see if they would be a fit in the conference. Yeah. And really <laughs> – I don't know what all they have to go through, the hoops they have to jump through for Oregon and the Big Ten. But if I'm, you know, a person in in a position of power in the Big Ten and Oregon's like, hey, we think we might want to join your conference. Can we just talk about if we would be a fit? I'd be like, we don't need to talk about it. You would be a fit. I don't. This isn't. This is nothing to talk about. I don't really necessarily see that as like. (laughs) What is what? How would they not be a fit? Well, it's just Oregon showing interest. They want to make sure that they know. That maybe everybody knows that Oregon is is actively trying um, to. Maybe they don't want to offend the Pac-12. Maybe that's kind of what what they're doing. Well, I mean, to see opening opening talks with the Big Ten is already offending the right. Pac-12. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. That's already kind of I'm happening. Saying, so, what I'm thinking is, if Oregon wanted, if Oregon Oregon wants to, if or, <laughs> if the Big Ten wanted Oregon, they'd already have them. That's why I think the Big Ten seems to be sitting on this Notre Dame offer. And there's also, you know, that we'll see if that gets figured out soon because mm-hmm. Notre Dame, there's also reports Notre Dame more interested in staying independent if they can get a big enough TV deal. Um, how big of it would it be? How big of a, a deal would that be to you? We know we, we've talked about how big of a brand that is, mm-hmm. all the stuff with NBC included. Now uh, the Big Ten's got their deal with Peacock, and we're all going to have to get used to streaming uh, basketball games and stuff like that. But whatever. Does it mean anything to you as a college? football fan to get Notre Dame uh as far as Nebraska's concerned to yes. play them year in year out that'd be that'd be yes that would be that would be fantastic for for not only the Big Ten but for Nebraska and and Notre Dame really just to play each other because they're both you know national brands and no matter I mean however you want to look at it whichever team you believe has a has a bigger national presence either way they're both national brands where if they play each other a lot of eyes are going to be on televisions. A lot of ears are going to be glued to to radios. Like you're going to be that game comes with a lot of. I mean, if Nebraska can get back to right. what they're not not even national championship relevance, just relevance again. If Nebraska can get back to that, if they're winning, you know, eight to ten games a year, and they get to play Notre Dame every other year I don't know how it would work out with pods and the amount of teams right. in a conference and a super conference but if you get to play Notre Dame like every other year maybe you get lucky you play them every year that's going to be a massive game for both teams you know you go to you go to uh, Notre Dame you head to Nebraska like both of those communities would benefit immensely from both of the from one of those teams coming over and playing a game because although people say you know at least back when they first or when they did play and, and Nebraska filled Notre Dame Stadium. Nowadays, awesome. Notre Dame Notre Dame is going to fill their stadium and they're going to travel pretty well. I mean, they've got fans everywhere as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you just kind of think about that year in, year out. It's kind of maybe the hope when you joined the Big Ten, when you played Michigan and Penn State every year, that was going to be pretty cool. Uh, and then they swept divisions and took over the crossover games or, or the de- dedicated crossover matchup with Penn State. And you're kind of stuck with the Midwest teams. And I love the Big Ten West. It's just not the same branding opportunity. Like you said, if you can think of if you're, every year or every other year, you're playing Ohio State, Michigan, USC, Notre Dame, Penn State, you know, you know, throw Nebraska in there. Those, those just that's numbers. Now that's that's where that TV mm-hmm. contract really stands out. Then throw in the, the fun matchups with the Wisconsin's and the Michigan States and the Iowas and and stuff like that. I mean, uh, it, it it really you could kind of see the vision taking fold. I ultimately don't 
think Notre Dame will, though. I mean, I think there's this big talk about Notre Dame having to join a conference. If you go to two super conferences, they're going to be the last the last domino to fall, basically. But, well, I mean, part of it is if, if they do, it kind of starts getting everything else going. Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean... I, I don't I don't see it. I think that they they're in a pretty good spot. They feel like they've been competitive. They've made the college football playoff as the four team format is. Uh, might might expand it. I don't you know. And they and they're they're a big enough draw that they're able to um, schedule all these games with basically whoever they, they want on a given year. Uh, you know they have the USC's or the Florida States mm-hmm. or, or the Michigans in years past. Well, I mean they 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 have to honor their ACC contract. Right, that's kind of a part of that. So they have to play all of them, and then you know their non conference games. They can well non conference. I guess they're you all schedule schedule whoever <laughs> you want, and they always get they always get their USC matchup, and then another big time matchup. And I don't do they play Navy like. Yeah, usually. So yeah. I mean, it, it's a thing, and I'm not you know not to downplay Navy because that's still a good, still a good institution, and it's still be a a really fun game to watch. But like you're playing, you know, ACC competition outside of Clemson, and you know, depending on what year you get them, Miami, Florida State. Hey, Wake Forest, it's not, North it's, Carolina State's not doing it for you. This it's year? not. Uh, it's it's not the greatest, <laughs> and Notre Dame is the biggest draw there. But in terms of you know eyes on TVs outside of just your regular fans if Notre Dame were to join the Big Ten, which, again, is a better, and I know this doesn't matter anymore, but a better geographic fit for them. Uh, and it seems as if they would fit a lot better in the Big Ten than the SEC because, really, those are the two conferences that were that are going to be left once all the dust settles. Yeah. Um, the Big Ten would probably make the most sense for them, especially considering that they already have rivalries and and historic matchups with some Big Ten members, whereas you would have to build the intrigue with an SEC member outside of an Alabama because that would just be a, you know, a, a, a battle of, you know, sometimes juggernaut Notre Dame and, and an always lately juggernaut of Alabama until whenever Nick Saban decides to hang it up. Well, and speaking of Nick Saban, that's the other news in the college football world today. He is now the highest paid coach in college football, as well he should be. He but, deserves it. Uh, he's had some other guys, uh, Kirby Smart, recently uh, overtake him. Uh, so Alabama did what they probably should do in this case, give him an eight-year extension worth $93.6 million. Although he doesn't need it because he doesn't pay for his own, he didn't pay for his own house. Did Alabama pay for that as like well? Like the, the boosters paid for That was like a big deal when it first happened. Like all the boosters came together and paid for his house. Yeah. So he didn't pay for it. It didn't come out of his pocket. <laughs> so, you know, he was he was the highest paid coach, you know, kind of, sort of already just because the boosters kind of get him whatever he wants outside of the money in his own pockets. I don't it's, – it's weird because it's hard to envision Nick Saban having fun. So, like, what does – I feel he, like he's a fun guy. You think he's a fun guy? I feel like he is. Have you ever seen him smile? Yeah. <laughs> Very rarely. Very rarely. My point is... I well, don't... it's like players coming out of, out of New England, like Bill Belichick. They're like, he's actually really funny. Yeah. Like, they say he's really funny. Well, he's got a really Bill, funny side. We'll but the Bill thing Belichick is, once it, there too. once it comes down to football, it's, it's you know, this is business. This is yeah. what we got to do. We got to get this done. But, you know, they, they have a life outside of football. Yeah, it's well, probably like a two weeks. It's probably like a two week stretch yeah. of no football, and then they get right back they to might it. Buy their grandkids something or other. I just wonder, like, what I feel is, like he's a really fun grandpa. What does Nick Saban spend his money on? <laughs> that is a. That's what good I'm saying. Question. I don't. I, I don't think he. What does Nick out Saban do in his leisure time? Fun. Yeah. That is a 
Good question. Buy new sun hats? I don't know. Because <laughs> Bill Belichick has a boat. He he like he's a big boat guy. Yeah, he's a boat. He's a boat guy. He has like this massive yacht that he's been film. He's been had pictures of him on. Um, but Nick Saban, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But he's got a lot more money to do whatever it is that he does with it. Um, so that's that's good news for him. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we do we uh, are up against the clock there. As, uh, oh my bad, somebody corrected me. The boosters didn't pay for his house. They bought his house and then let him live there for free. Oh yeah. So they bought they paid for his house. <laughs> it's a better that's way around it. <laughs> Uh, let's get to this. Uh, we, I did this last year. I thought it was a lot of fun. Every week I would look at the famous alumni from this week's opponent. And this week's opponent is Northwestern. So there's a big list, guys. This is a big list of alumni. I didn't I didn't do a top ten. I have a lot of them. So we're going to look at the, the most famous people that will probably be cheering against the Huskers, unfortunately. A lot of ESPN. A lot of ESPN, a lot of sports journalists, a lot of actors. A lot of stuff going on there. So we'll do top Northwestern alumni coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler.